0: Here's the situation, folks. So before we begin, I'm going to get something out of the way here first. In this episode, I talk about a new show that Elise and I are watching called It's a Sin, which is available now on Amazon Prime, and I encourage you all to go watch it. It's great. And on this episode, I stated that I am enjoying the show, and also I enjoy the fact that it is only five episodes. And that statement was then immediately challenged by Elise, who exclaimed in full confidence that I was wrong and that the show was actually six episodes long and that there was no possible chance that there could only be five episodes. So, I just wanted to state for the record that It's a Sin, which is available now on Amazon Prime, please go watch it, is in fact five episodes long And I was indeed right, and Elise was in fact really, very, and ultimately, wrong. Oh, and I should also mention that this episode of the Parking Lot Podcast, we discuss deal breakers. I guess some of us will have to update our lists. Anywho, now, now that that's all cleared up, this is the Parking Lot Podcast, where four friends, Elise Bailey, Maggie Prince, Kate Latimer, and myself, LH Netta, share stories, experiences, discuss the correct length of our favorite current TV shows, and talk to other cool and creative people in the hopes to inspire one another to keep creating cool stuff. We hope you had a lovely Easter long weekend, and I hope you enjoy the show. Um, how do you guys feel about Easter? This is Easter weekend. While we were recording this,
1: Easter I just relate it to Easter egg hunts when I was a kid. Like that's the only thing I kind of like recognize yeah. about it. Just Love like getting Easter very eggs. competitive with my sisters and like tears and hair pulling, and then finding little chocolate Easter eggs in like August in the house. Yeah, like later on. But that's like that's my only experience with Easter. August. Yeah, just like the ones we've missed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys <laughs> were like very effective no. finders. Is searches. there another
0: August Easter egg hunt that like no, you inclines you it. to keep searching?
1: <laughs> it just pops up, second, or you sit somewhere Easter. and you're like, "What's that melted chocolate?" And you're like, "Oh,
2: yeah, that's, that's really wholesome." Yeah, I used to have Easter egg hunts as a child, yeah. and uh, and now as an adult, I just like wear pastel colors and eat ham. <laughs>
0: nice <laughs> That's the is, that dream. A, is
2: that a classic Easter dinner
0: ham yeah or i don't know wearing pastel ham is a a classic like this is a special sunday dinner yeah. isn't it yeah i think yeah. so ham and turkey though we're having yeah. turkey this
2: this season oh. Having mean turkey yeah we were gonna have people over and then we had a lockdown yeah. my parents were gonna have a dinner in the garden um now we're in lockdown so it's just gonna be the three of us with a turkey Ooh. So is
0: is Easter for you and your family kind of like just another family gathering, like yes. one of the one of the many? Exactly. Okay. Do you guys have any sort of religious stuff to no. attachment to Easter in any way? Do you grow up in that no. way at all? I'm
2: oh, absolutely, absolutely religious. Really
3: not. My yeah. parents like are so unreligious that like for most of my life I didn't even understand Easter was a religious holiday I just thought it was like a special day for bunnies Yeah, like I did not my mom would always take me to like Chopper's Jug Mart like the day after Easter so we would buy all of the like on sale candy and then so I always celebrated Easter the day after never had any (laughs) special meals never did like my dad would help me like color eggs (laughs) (laughs) at school like I had no clue and then I saw this meme yesterday that was like a picture of Jesus on the cross and it was like Jesus dying and then it was like kids now and just like a bunch of kids picking up eggs and grass. I was like, yeah, as a kid, I like never understood that this was a religious holiday, no No clue.
2: The first time I realized it was was a religious holiday, I was in um, like the countryside of Bulgaria with my friend. (laughs) As you are. As you do. Uh, And we were visiting her grandparents at their farm and uh, it was Greek Orthodox Easter. And that day you go out with like your friends and family and you go pick a uh, a goat or a lamb i forget which animal to be slaughtered mm. for your dinner the next day so we were out in like a field with all these animals like picking who we were gonna and they Whoa. were they had names it was it was a lot and then um it's, it's a very um like ceremonial thing to do yeah. uh and then we all went to midnight mass and there were it was like a very small town and so there were a lot of i don't think you can say gypsy that's not politically correct but like people no. of the streets travelers travelers <laughs> travelers in the in
1: the people
2: town the street <laughs> at least oh, we we'd spend we'd like hang out with them and we were friends with them but they, we would all gather uh, at this midnight mass and it was very beautiful and very, it was all in Bulgarian. I didn't know what was going on, but it was like, it was one of the most holy nights I've yeah. ever spent.
1: Recently, Danielle explained to me that like Easter is like one of the more religious, like more so than Christmas. Yeah. Like that's yeah. like. That. Oh, yeah. Like a big deal. Elliot's dad deal. uh made us watch The Passion of the Christ the other day oh. to get in the mood. Yes, <laughs> Elliot,
0: what is Easter to you? So because my dad's family is fairly religious. Well they grew up religious, like my grandfather and my grandmother, but um I feel like my dad goes in, like, pockets of religion. Like, yeah. he'll have, like, religious inspiration. Your of, dad like,
3: likes the happy, fun parts of religion. He
0: does, but then he also doesn't. He was like, "This is this is important. You have to know this, right? Kind of stuff where it's, like, it'll be Easter time, and then he'll go and find The Passion of the Christ <laughs> to watch by himself on Amazon or in whatever.
2: Was that Easter related? Yes. Oh, I didn't realize. The Passion yeah, he, of the Christ? I thought he was just putting it on. Oh, I thought so too. Okay.
0: Um, have you ever seen it?
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, I've seen the the, the flogging, flogging scene,
0: the film, right? Um, no. So we <laughs> the film, whatever the yeah. flogging, just scene. just the flogging scene. The, I haven't the, seen the it start to finish. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. So he he'll watch it, and then I didn't. We we came home, and we were like, he's watch It was right in the middle of the a violent whipping scene it's when the he's blogging. just yeah. He's just just they're just giving it to him. And we're like, oh, we're all sitting there, and we're like, how much longer is it? About an hour. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Right, you know, are just watching uh, in this kind of stuff, uh, and it's it is. And one no one's th- eaten
2: dinner at this point, right? No,
0: this is this <laughs> is pre dinner. But we watched it. What was it? Last weekend. Yeah. But it it's he'll watch that, or then. Like if the Ten Commandments is on, like one of the, it's probably on this weekend at some point, or Ben Hur, or like these like kind of big, Lord. kind of semi like religious four hour movies,
3: epics.
2: Yeah,
0: and he'll what just about like Jesus
3: Christ Superstar.
0: No, that's... I've seen that. If it's got comedy in it, he's has no, it's got to be no serious. <laughs> the Lord
3: isn't funny. He died no, for so, our sins.
0: Yeah, that's. I feel like the the religious part of it has become less and less as the years have gone on. Like. We're going to have lamb tomorrow night, so we'll just drive up somewhere and kill it tonight probably and then bring it back. But <laughs> um, other than that, it's Europe. not very, like I I never really went to church as a kid, only on like special occasions, like if it was someone's confirmation or if it was a baptism and stuff like that. But like I was never confirmed or like yeah. did anything like that. So and I feel like each generation kind of gets less and less, but except mm-hmm. for those people who are like the diehard religious people,
1: like the Mormons. Have any there. of you guys been baptized? I was baptized. Yeah. I was not baptized. My mom baptized me just in case I wanted to become religious later on. She was like, well... Maybe I think my something. mom was kind of religious when I was growing up.
3: My mom gave me my a bath was... every day and said, why does some strange man need to give you a bath? I know That's you're a really fine. Good point. <laughs> your mom's got a good point. <laughs> so that never, well, like your, I think your parents uh, and your family's relationship, Elliot, with religion is very interesting. Cause you guys, like I came from having like no, like my aunts are like a little bit religious on my dad's side, but like not by much. So like your family like says grace at big, family events and I think your dad would tell stories about like your grandparents taking them on that like annual trip to the church in Montreal. St. Catharines.
0: Sure. Or Saint Anne's one of the saints. They go up to Quebec and they would take the train and it would be that would be their my my grandparents' vacation would be going to this church with their six kids wow. on the train, for like dragging them hours. to sit in this church <laughs> and then come pilgrimage. immediately back
2: I to the Holy that. Land. Wow. It's
0: but it's like you you hear those stories and it's it, it just it feels like such a different time. Yeah, like I it, like
3: can't even fathom. Like
0: my grandfather when he was young and just how different he saw how everything worked and like how he went to the church every morning. Yeah. And he would he would get up, he'd go to church, come to my dad's store, sit and have a coffee. He would walk from the store down to Chinatown, walk back, go to church again maybe, come home, watch uh Blue Bloods and then go to bed. And <laughs> like that was his whole life for like the I don't know, last 10 years of his life or whatever. Yeah. Just interesting. And yeah. it's I feel like the the religious part of this holiday becomes less and less as as we get older but it's still just
3: like commercialized right like we now associate it with very different connotations than i totally i mean this is like a whole other subtopic but just like the evolution of religion i find really interesting and like that's another thing that i do give credit to my parents for is like my mom was very interested in learning about like all different religious histories and kind of like breaking them down and just analyzing the similarities and the dissimilarities and like how essentially like all religion stems from like one idea, but just it's translated drastically differently. Um, But just like the further that we get away from like this one guy lived 2000 years ago Mm. and this is how the entire course of our lives have changed. Um, But I don't think it's something that can be sustained forever. I think religion is continually going to shift and change and people are going to interpret it differently and it can't. I'm sure people if they were like people who lived 1,800 years ago saw how we interpreted religion today would be like that. No, that makes no sense. You know, like you can't. But we continue to pick and choose things that fit our society. So Mm
1: -hmm. you you don't think religion will be around for like.
3: I don't think religion in this form will be around for another like I think. 200 years from now, the concept of religion and God will be very different. I think there'll still be very fundamentalist societies and and subcultures that like still uphold that. But I think overall, our holidays will transform to like not be so religiously embedded. if That Mm -hmm. makes any sense. Yeah. But that's also
0: just because like we look at it from a point of view that's not very religious. Like there's still some chunks of the world who are like, like entire countries are like, this is the way it is. And it also will change. Um, the more science comes out and the more like how technology advances and stuff. And you're like, you're going to really believe that this guy died. And then three ladies later, he just showed back up mm-hmm. like kind of yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> um, It's just interesting. It's just like, it's so weird to think that like you were taught this as a kid and there's even parts of my dad still just like, oh, this is, you know, like it's still just ingrained in his brain to watch this movie and like, feel yeah. what this three, this weekend is supposed to feel. It's mm-hmm. weird. It's interesting.
2: This Easter just feels like spring to me.
1: That's what Easter
2: means. Yeah. yeah it feels, feels more like, like yeah, day. if I had to pick a tradition like a pagan ritual, it would feel more appropriate.
1: I think of like food mm. coloring and like East, and yeah. like eggs more yeah. than. And pastel colors. Like I associate
3: Easter so much with like, um, do you guys ever get those, those. Chocolate eggs in a purple carton, and there's like four chocolate eggs, and you'd like break them open. They had like different like cream fillings. You know what I'm talking about? You had to eat them with a spoon. I did. I didn't.
1: I didn't have those. I was like the Lindor no
3: bunnies. They're like they're they're different than cream eggs. They like each one had like a different kind of mousse in it, and it came with like a special spoon. That was like that was Easter for me. Mm. I was like, I'm gonna get those. That's the only thing I look forward to. I don't know who died,
0: although. The spoon. the Cadbury Mini Egg has become my favorite chocolate snack. Yeah. Or chocolate treats, and now, but they're available all year round, yeah. and you can go to Bulk Barn and buy them by the pound. So Which it has really taken diminishes, the out does make the specialness kind of go away. But we still like my dad will actually buy them himself around Easter time to just oh this is going to be our Easter treat instead of the regular peanut M Ms that we eat all the time, <laughs> yeah. right? To so just like oh this is the festive version yeah, of our them of our snack
3: room. in the candy bowl in your forbidden. Room. He puts them
0: in the forbidden room that you have to like get up and like actually take fifteen steps. To get into the room and grab a handful of eggs, and you just hear you hear the jingle in the bullshit like someone's fucking grabbing some eggs or whatever. Somebody's in the forbidden room. It's Which just room like, is
1: the forbidden room.
0: It's the if you walk into my house and you turn left, it's the big room that's there. Oh, I go in there all the time. Yeah, I Maggie loves that room.
2: I knew there was a room there. It's forbidden. You Clearly. do. It's like I'm the, sure if I saw, it, there's it makes a big sense. I just can't long
1: table in it. Yeah, that's where the candy goes. Where the Christmas tree goes.
3: I always imagine that there's like a really creepy ghost hiding in the shadows of that room. And when you walk in, they go (laughs) and snap you up.
0: (laughs) Those are my eggs.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Your dad's like, they're an offering.
0: (laughs) Well, on this lovely Easter Sunday, this is the parking lot podcast. Um, Let's get into it. And how is everybody's week? Does anybody want to start? Uh, Elise wants to start <laughs> Elise. um,
3: I don't have an interesting week I worked from home most of the week which for me working from home feels like I've been at home for 84 years so <laughs>
0: what, what are you talking about didn't have an interesting you had a phenomenal reservation at the top restaurants in town last night <laughs>
3: you're right I did I that was the highlight of my week um, it, was, it's not, can't stop it is not about easy it. to
0: get a reservation there no I it's tried. not <laughs> couldn't
3: um, get it <laughs> as Elliot's talking about it was his father's birthday and Elliot it's very cute and he made a dinner menu he printed it out on very nice menu paper he wrote everything that was going to be out on it and list of courses and uh, it was beautiful wonderful maybe i'll add one of those photos for our social promos this week um so that was definitely a highlight but i was working from home a lot which is as a lot of you know i'm still very much grieving so it's hard to be at home because it's like if i'm at home then i have to be busy and then I need to do several things and then the day feels so long so I feel like I go through like motions where like in the morning I'm cleaning, in the afternoon I'm doing errands, in the later afternoon I'm actually doing work and then in the evening I need to like go somewhere so I have something to do Um, so working from home for three days was very bizarre and it felt like watching QAnon docs (laughs) yeah Yeah, I was like (laughs) I highly recommend QAnon Into the Storm if you're interested in learning a little bit about QAnon it takes a weird turn because then it becomes about the creation of 8chan and where 8chan is um but yeah so that was really it and then the highlight was the beautiful reservation i was able to snag a cafe mm. jeanette cafe jeanette cafe oh jeanette although the owner there is a real hard ass oh he's boy. not very
0: nice well you should be grateful yeah. maggie how was your week
1: um uh, my week was also good uh i mean was your week yeah your week was good thanks <laughs> just double checking your was week was like, good it was like also good also um sorry um yeah my week was really busy um but i have been watching this show on netflix called night on earth um it's like a planet of the earth type show planet of the earth planet of the, earth.
0: Planet of the earth, what
1: planet earth oh <laughs> <laughs> Sure. You're Planet of the Apes. <laughs> That's <laughs> the show you were describing is Planet Earth.
3: No, but it's night. It's really oh. cool. It's like it's like a nature doc, but it's only shot at night yeah. with like intense She's infrared. Into it. Yeah,
1: like the these this new technology where you can film uh, like pitch black nighttime um, scenes like very 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 clearly, and these animals can't see the cameras because they're all co- camouflage. So like we're seeing stuff in nature that like we hasn't really ever been recorded before and it's so beautiful and so cool and you're like seeing like a monkey swing through trees in like the middle of the night and like Samira Wiley from Orange the New Black is uh narrating it and her voice is like so beautiful and she's clearly done like stage work before because she's she just sounds so like because she enunciates she enunciates (laughs) so well um something I should learn how to do story about the the flying yeah. cat. <laughs> yeah. So there's this, you know, like flying squirrels, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they have those huge like wingspans, like extra skin flapping. Um, there's this animal that I've never seen before that is like the size of a house cat. But it has like those, the wing styles of like a flying squirrel. And there was just this long, beautiful scene of this cobra just like slowly going up a tree in the middle of the night to get to this cat like thing with its baby and the cat thing knows it's there and so keeps on going up and up up into the tree until it hits like the very tallest branch and like the branch is like really thin so it's like falling off and it's like where else can I go and the cobra's getting to it and it's gonna. you're like oh no 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 and then Samira Wiley's just like but little did the, the the snake know that the cat had one more trick of its sleeve. And then the cat just jumps up in the air and you just see it like (laughs) the wing like (sighs) gliding for like 150 meters just from tree to tree. And it's so beautiful. Anyways, I'm really into this TV show. I love it. Everybody should go watch it. And you're like seeing stuff that like like, this chimpanzee flying through the night. They were like, we didn't know that this chimpanzee was awake at nighttime. This is, like, the first time this has ever been recorded. We didn't know that these, like, these guys hang out at night. Anyways, it's cool stuff. Those
0: you know, shows always seem to come out right at the perfect time. Those nature ones you're just like, oh, I remember those nature shows. I remember when Planet Earth 2 came out and there's, like, that whole, like, thing with the lizards who run across the beach and, like, the armies of snakes yeah. that chase them and stuff. Thrilling. I hated that. Those
1: flamingos? Oh, man. No. What? Yeah, we
0: can't. We never get through a whole episode of that show
1: without someone crying.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> usually they get away. No, you know? the flamingo didn't get away, he died. It all
0: depends on the narrative of the of which animal that we're pursuing. Be like, if we're following the goats that are being chased by the wolves, you're like, "Run, goat, run! Don't get (laughs) him!" But if you're like following the wolf, it's like the wolf hasn't eaten in three days, so get the get the goat, get him! (laughs) You know, it's just like you have to. It all depends on the narrative. Storytelling. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Learn it
0: sometimes. (laughs) Um, Can you write that down?
2: Storytelling. Uh, My mom
1: was telling me that birds migrate at night most of the time. Did you know this? Yeah, there's that. Uh, there's a whole scene of there's this place and there's this huge chimney in Portland um, that used to, be like a working chimney like factory chimney for years and years and years but there's a specific bird that migrates all across America um and they go they pass through Portland every single year and they need to find a place to hide for the night like a pit stop and that chimney is like the perfect spot but it can be dangerous because it's like a chimney mm. so Portland has just as a city decided to like they've retired that like factory's chimney entirely They're just, just letting it specifically be a birdness. for this uh, once a night like pack of birds that come it's really wow. cool Wow. Yeah, yeah the
2: guy she was listening to some NPR interview and the guy was saying that it's one of the greatest wonders of the world that we'll never be able to see well I guess maybe now yeah. but it's just watch like it.
1: millions of millions yeah. of songbirds it was, migrating it was like t- tens night. of thousands of birds just fitting into this one chimney and you watch it all happen Wow. It's really cool. I saw a pigeon I'm
3: fly sold. into a an abandoned tattoo parlor the other day. Ah. Just
1: hit the glass. Whomp, went straight up. She was like, oh, oops. City is so beautiful. <laughs> I love pigeons.
3: I love nature. God's a gift.
2: Um, I had something very, very exciting happen to me. And it won't be exciting because for you guys because it's about books. But if you imagine it as like whatever your favorite medium is, mm-hmm. media, imagine that. So... I found a a site called NetGalley and because I've been watching YouTubers who talk about books and this one girl was like I was reading an advanced readers copy on NetGalley and I was like what is NetGalley so I go online and all of these publishers have ebooks and audiobooks of yet to be published books that you can um register for and request to receive uh if you're going to review it. So I technically have another podcast with my mother where we talk about books and, um,
0: do you want to, do you want to plug it? It's sh- it called,
2: uh, we haven't released an episode in a little bit, but soon <laughs> <laughs> I'll plug <laughs> it when I'm it. ready for you guys to go listen. Um, anyway, so I put the, I register with this as like, I'm a media person with a platform ready to review books. And I've registered for all of these books that I want to read. And all of the publishing houses have said, yes, I've got Simon and Schuster. I got random house. I'm getting the new Rachel Cusk. I have a new great American short stories. I have the new Rachel Kushner. They're just, they're just mine to read. They're not out in the world. You can't read them. Oh, but I, can. <laughs> I can. And that's made my week. I like, I can't believe that I've cheated the system in this way. It's, Yeah, Elliot has something to say. I have a question. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Okay. Um, So you watch a video review of a book on YouTube, right? yeah someone's just talking about the book yeah so you know when someone reviews a movie and then they'll show like clips of the movie while they're talking about it right so like if they're talking about like a key part of this book be like and then i turned the page and i couldn't believe what i read does it like cut to like a shot of like a b-roll footage of them (gasps) like flipping through the pages that's exactly right like uh, what do they is it just them talking or did they fill it in with really
2: good question um most of the books that i follow aren't plot driven so There's no like, what's gonna happen next moment, (laughs) which I think you discovered when I lent you a book. You're like, not much is happening.
0: (laughs) So you
2: just have to like hearing people talk about. Like themes. Well, I don't know.
3: I do have something to add to that uh, to answer your question, Elliot. I have been watching a YouTube channel called Amanda the Jedi, and she's been doing a in-depth review of every single Twilight book and comparing them with the movie. And what she's been doing is when there is a section in the book that she wants to talk about, <laughs> she does take the screenshot from the ebook and put it up highlighted with the sections that she wants to delve into. That sounds like high production value.
2: (laughs) Yeah. My YouTubers should learn to do
3: that.
0: (laughs) Well, because if, if you start doing book reviews for parking lot, Mm -hmm. how would that visually represent itself in your mind? It would
2: be written in a newsletter.
0: It would be written. Yeah. Yeah. So you would read the review about the book that you will later then read.
3: Yeah. That's what a book review is. Have you ever (laughs) heard of a book review? That's what a lot of newspapers are, my guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. sounds so exciting.
3: So
2: you'd read about a book that you then read (laughs) later?
3: (laughs) Are you crazy? (laughs) Big readers on the parking lot. <laughs> people who are certified knowledge and how and to read. So that was my week. Elliot, how was your week? That's huge, Kate.
1: Sorry. I'm really Thank happy, you. For, I'm you. happy Thanks, for you. Thanks, guys. That's huge. It's you're better than everybody else. That's
2: that's sort of how I
1: feel. I'm <laughs> actually very important. Uh, Rachel Kushner.
2: I'm I'm part of the media now. She knows who you are. I think she might.
0: Yeah. Uh, I do love that Kushner. Yeah. Annie Kush. Um, anyway. <laughs> my week has been good. Yeah. Um, I have my last acting class next week, which is nerve wracking because...
2: I just want to cut in. Yeah. My mom listened to our podcast on her drive to Montreal. Hmm. She said she used this word incensed at your acting teacher. Incensed. And incen- she's furious. Right. Well, you know. Yeah. She's furious. It was awful. Yeah. Anyway, I just want you to know Helen Latimer... <sighs> hates your acting teacher (laughs)
0: Uh, i don't think it's her fault i (laughs) think it is
3: you it sounds like you have a very
2: bad i've been talking to
0: elise but i just i think it's the class itself i'm just i'm just not digging because i like the i like everybody kind of talking to each other and getting to know the other people in the class and it's just like the way that the class is set up is just you do your scene you get a little bit of feedback and then you do it again and then the next person goes there's no like conversation between the people who are in the class until the very, very end where we're just asking like questions like, how do I get an agent or where should I be looking for auditions and stuff like that? So next week is my final class and I have to do, it's going to be like an actual audition where like you're waiting to be let into the zoom meeting. And then the guy <laughs> who runs the head studio what's so funny
3: I just like the idea that that's part of the like environment is like waiting for the zoom host to (laughs) let you in in the waiting room
0: (laughs) it is it's like that's like the you know the new wait the new waiting room it's just like you're waiting and then the head guy who runs the acting studio who like offers these classes will be there for who will watch it and then we'll give you criticism and then you do it again and then they film it and then you can keep it for a reel or something like
3: that
2: Mm, so it'll be interesting
0: so I will have that to look forward to next week. Um we've been watching this new show which has been pretty good. What's it called? It's a sin. It's a sin on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And it's about oh, these yeah. guys in London in the 1980s during the AIDS pad- pandemic. And it's um epidemic. Epidemic. And it's good. I like it a lot yeah. actually. It is, it 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 plays around with like the genre cuz it can be really funny and uplifting and then it just gets really really sad.
1: Yeah. I've heard a lot of, like, of not a lot. I've heard some gay men who've, like, reviewed it and saying it's, like, very hard to watch just because of how, like, kind of real. it yeah. Like, they they're, they portrayed it. Kind yeah. of, they portrayed it well.
0: Everybody is, like, all the characters are very different. Mm-hmm. And everybody is very well. It's all very well acted. And it's only five episodes. I think we've watched three. So I think it's it's kind of nice to have, like, just a very condensed show that you just go through and then it's over.
3: I think it's six episodes. We've watched four. Mm. Anyway,
0: there are a very few episodes. <laughs> anyway. I know I was being graded, but um, yeah. You're wrong. Um, yeah, and then it was my dad's birthday on April Fool's Day.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And uh, we started doing this thing where instead of, because we can't go out to restaurants, we opened up a little restaurant in our home called Cafe Jeannette. And we did, uh, we had clam and sausage pasta with a bruschetta toast with bocconcini. And then we at least made a nice flourless gluten-free chocolate cake and we made paper plane cocktails and we made nice little menus and we all sat and had a very nice time.
2: That's beautiful. Yeah. I just want to let you know, if you ever want to like even out your numbers, I'm available. Okay. To be a sixth
1: Oh, I think you'd be seventh because I think I'd be invited before you oh. would be. Well, this is that was the pecking order. This yeah. was the soft Gosh. the
0: soft open for Cafe Jeanette. No. There have been a few brunch and like breakfast. Uh, yeah. Shifts. I've
3: been there for for breakfast service and it's quite tense. They're very not nice. Oh. Breakfast the is the a tricky meal to serve because you have juice, coffee, refills. It's a lot.
0: Oh, there's no refills. No, no, no. Fuck, <laughs> fuck off. Refills. <laughs> Get your one fucking coffee. I was Got like,
3: it. hey, I, I ordered a bagel. What the fuck? do you mean well there's no fucking bagels okay
0: my my goal or idea is to have a different style of restaurant for different types of occasions Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna have a brunch style breakfast place which i have to figure out what the new name is gonna be there is cafe jeanette which is like the small kind of more intimate dinner there's gonna be this is yeah like a is there like, so a like French, an all you can eat
2: buffet? French
0: Cafe Bistro. <laughs> and then there needs to be one that is gonna be more like um I don't know, like beer and like kind of pub food and stuff like that. Fish I, and I, chips. Yeah. Like Some stuff that's pub? Yeah. Oh, um, I
2: would like to go to that. It restaurant. should be called Larson and Sons. Chicken pot pie. Yeah,
0: they're all going to be different names tonight. Larson and make... Sons Pub. Yeah.
2: But what unites them is surly service. Is that correct? Yes. Same
0: owner. Yeah. Same owner. It's ownership. somebody who's
3: irritated that you're even oh, there. That's that's how I would <laughs> sum up Cafe <laughs> Who's inconvenienced by your presence. Yes. Food
0: Food that is served uh, angrily and sarcastically.
3: Yeah. If you want more, just get up and have more. That's you what, know what where I was the told is. Yeah. That's what I was told yesterday. just go to the stove. It sounds delish. Yeah.
0: So that was my week. Elise, you had an interesting topic that you wanted to share with us today.
3: Yeah. My topic is deal breakers. Um, I was thinking about deal breakers in terms of, I guess kind of also boundaries too, but like deal breakers at work, deal breakers in relationships, deal breakers in friendships. Um, what are some things that you guys will not stand for? that are reasonable. I mean, there's obvious things like I'm not going to stand for murder in the workplace. That's a deal breaker for me.
2: In customer service. I had a lot of deal breakers, which would be, um, any kind of, we had one guy who would keep coming in and he was extremely manipulative, manipulative and had like this kind of deal with our owner that he'd like sweep our front stoop and get free coffee. And then he started bringing in, gifts then do you remember this guy yeah then we we he started like if you bumped into him outside he'd sort of like chat and start walking around with you and he anyway i had a deal breaker and asked him to be never served in our store again and he was he started bringing in um astrological no what was it he'd print out pictures of the like night sky from nat geo and he'd pair them with um uh oh my god tragically hip lyrics oh and my then god. and then he'd and he'd sort of like create a calendar and then he'd bring it in as a present and there was one about like coffee girl and he'd bring that in for me and they just got too many too many gifts yeah. yeah and too much time like spent at a counter like leaning over yeah. ready to chat
1: i had a guy like that at locks and that's Schmerz. a deal breaker um i don't it didn't get to the point where he was banned from the store, but it was definitely got to the point where um, I was uh, no longer, like, allowed to. Oh, I mean, for myself, I was like, I'm not serving him. Like, if yeah. he comes here, I'm going, I'm walking to the back, and I'm blocking him on all social media. Yeah. And-
0: I feel like there's is going to be a very different type of deal breaker for women <laughs> as there is for men. Yeah. Like, if this woman was coming in every day, giving me a calendar, I'd be like, nice to see you. Yeah, nice. thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Deborah. Whatever. It's, it's, I don't what think if they she translate was very well. I'm much
2: older than you.
0: Those are the ones who flock toward yeah. me, it seems like. That's, the, that's where I get that. a good general of my income from those people. So I'm like, I welcome you.
3: So a deal breaker for me in relationships is when my boyfriend has very strange relationships with older women. That's a, that's a good one. That's an important one. When he encourages older women to flock towards him
2: with yeah. calendars.
3: <laughs> the amount of like one-on-one outdoor dinners you've had with single older women... Um, I just try to turn Are a blind a eye to. Isn't no. that when you're like a, like a clown?
2: No. Oh, that's a juggalo.
3: What? I don't think a juggalo's
2: a thing. <laughs> I don't
0: think
1: a juggalo's a thing. Haven't you seen
2: American Juggalo? Yeah, when it's Richard played that
0: famous clown.
2: <laughs> but often they're
3: younger men. In my M-M. head, a juggolo. A juggalo, a juggalo oh, is a fan of the fan group. Insane Clown Posse, or other psychopathic records in hip-hop. It's the people that dress up like clowns. But
0: we did not say Juggalo. We said
3: Juggalo. Sorry, I was confused. Thank you very much. Sorry. I just didn't want to be... On the record as someone saying a juggalo is not a thing. I was
2: asking if Elliot's getting paid to sleep with these older women. Yes, no, he is.
0: unfortunately not. Unfortunately,
3: not. no, I don't have to be paid for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just give it up for free. Um, I think uh, a work deal breaker for me is there's, there's not much that, that would be like full on stop. Like it's just like very high inconveniences. I feel like, like, I haven't, I've worked only a little bit in customer service, like directly in terms of like being a busboy or a waiter or stuff. Like I can't deal with rude customers, like people who are like, and I get this a lot of secondhand from where working with my parents and just people like coming in and ordering stuff and just being rude for no reason. And the, you have to be the, you're not, it's the customer's always right kind of motto. Right. And I'm get to the point now where I'm, if I'm in that scenario, I'm like, you're not right. And I'm, I'm not going to let you be right.
1: Sometimes so, the customer's wrong. I'll, most of the time they're most wrong. Most of the time they're wrong.
0: Yeah. and
1: You're yeah. the expert.
3: Um, yeah. Well, I think for me, what also made me think about this is that we are in the process, I guess, of like some very, very preliminary negotiations with a project that's been pitched to us at work. And I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the personal beliefs that one of the creative team has that we're working with. And it started to make me realize that like a deal breaker for me working in a creative industry will be that I don't want to work on things that like I don't agree with. Mm. And that is maybe a little bit like too political, but just in terms of like representing ideas or um, beliefs or things like that, that like may not even be harmful or problematic, Mm -hmm. but that I just don't agree with and I don't want to be associated with. And that's like really happening right now in an inner struggle where I'm like, oh, this is a good idea. And what these people want to make is valuable and people are going to like that. But the people behind it, I do not agree with a lot of the things that they perpetuate and yeah and then i was like should i have more of a backbone and say like i just don't want to be a part of this project or do i have a backbone and just just deal with it just do the job and roll with the punches um and yeah and so that's just like and then i've been thinking about shows like 13 reasons why and like Mm. that that first season was probably a really good idea and then the creative team very much shifted and it's like I wonder how many people walked away because they were like I no longer agree with the show and that's why I kind of went off the rails yeah um so yeah so that's where I was kind of coming from from this and then also just like as the pandemic has increased how I feel about certain friendships and just like not wanting to be friends with people anymore that I just like don't get anything out of and I know that's not necessarily like a firm and hard deal breaker but just like I've been like having small chats with friends who like just don't even bother to remember anything about me and then I'm like well what what am I doing like a deal breaker for me is like if you're not willing to like be invested in anything that I'm doing I don't want to support you through this 18th breakup you're having with the same person that you only talk to me about because you're sad yeah
1: I feel like I've had that like process with friendships in the past like couple of years as I've grown up a bit more Just kind of, like, recognizing when certain friends have, like, made me feel, like, shitty or Mm -hmm. just, like, small. And because I feel like that's been, like, an issue I've had growing up is I feel like sometimes people um, are, like, attracted to me in friendships that are, like, like to kind of, I don't know, Boss boss me around, view me as something that I'm not, and I think um I've just kind of distanced myself from that entirely. And now I feel like I can see that from a mile away. Like whenever I interact with those people, even for small moments, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're Mm -hmm. you're not even getting close to me. Um, So, yeah, friendship wise, that is like, yeah, that's I've been working on that. And then work wise, I've been I was thinking about. People respecting like timelines with me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get a lot of emails sometimes one. of people being like, and not even phrasing it as a question, but phrasing it as a demand of like, um, so uh, you're going to do this commission for me in one week's time or like two weeks' time. And most of the time, my timeline is two weeks, but like you never know. And you haven't asked me, and especially like one week. I don't know. I just feel like people just really often people who contact me don't know my process in the slightest, mm-hmm. which is fine. That's that's I don't expect you to. But it's yeah. not up to them to dictate. Yeah, that. It's but up it's to up to you them to ask and yeah. for me to dictate it. And I feel like I've had a lot of experience of people just like who don't understand mm. assuming and um and also people who are like rude, yeah, in regards to what Elliot was saying. Like I'm trying to um yeah, I feel like right now I'm not in So much of a place to be saying no to people, but I might be in the place to like not work with them again. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a few, and I think maybe like one person who I've decided that I like don't think I'm going to do a commission for them
2: again. Good for you, though. Will you tell me after who that is? It's you, Kate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That would be an awkward conversation.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Deal breakers are interesting. And then some. We can talk about dating. I like breakers. what you said about friendship, though, because
2: yeah. I feel like it does um, require you to to just like grow up and get some experience and and like know more about yourself before you yeah. can figure out what your deal what your deal breakers truly are. Yeah, it's like
3: experience. And yeah. I, think, I think every friendship ebbs and flows. It can be very one-sided yeah. depending on where you are or like how it changes or in the situations that you're in in life. Like every friendship is an exchange of using each other. Yeah. But I just think when it's like, you can almost predict the patterns as you said, or you can like, as you mm-hmm. said, Maggie, or like just see what somebody's about as soon as they start talking to you. It's like, I think now one of my deal breakers is just like, I just want to be more firm with myself of like, I don't owe that person anything really. And yeah. like, I don't have yes. to continue this friendship yes. if it's not enjoyable for me. Yeah.
2: I also find there's a level of like peripheral friends. And then if you like actually love someone, then there aren't that many deal breakers. There are things you'll work through. Mm-hmm. There are things you want to have conversations about, but there's nothing. There's not one thing that they're going to do. And you're like, if somebody stole money
3: from me, I think I'd be done.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a that's that is somebody,
2: actually like, a good one. If
3: somebody like stole something it's that creepy, would
2: you be good friends with someone who stole from you?
3: You
1: never. No. Know until... Well, if I
3: found out, yeah, definitely not. Like, um, this is like kind then of. We should talk. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you have something to say, Elliot.
0: No, I was just thinking of um, uh, it's like any kind of scenario where I feel like I have to pretend to be someone that I'm not or like kind of Mm, you know like change your personality in order to form someone else's personality in terms of like I just remember like Being in a bar, like talking with a group of people and being talking to one person and listening to the way that they're talking. Be like, I don't think I can respond in the way that I would respond normally to this person and have Mm -hmm. it go in a normal way that Mm -hmm. this conversation would go. I would have to kind of change my way of talking to kind of fit how you're talking. And I'm just, I don't want to do that anymore. I feel like it's. It That's a great nowhere. deal breaker.
1: I feel like when we were younger, you would be like, oh, no, this is just socializing. I have to like I have to adapt. That's just like mm-hmm. I'm just not being right right now. I have to. But now it's just kind of like, no, like they're making me uncomfortable. Yeah, so I'm, This isn't a good fit. Yeah, yeah. This isn't a good
0: fit. And you you kind of you have to give yourself a little bit of space in the beginning of meeting someone for the first time anyway. Just to feel like I have to figure out what this person is about. Yeah. And like I usually have a in the first sections or times of when I meet someone, I have to find, figure out where the, where the borders are. Be like, what can I say in order to like, what can make this person laugh? And what doesn't make this person laugh? I need to find out where the edges are. And then if the edges are things that, I have to become this person that I don't want to be in order to like make this an enjoyable time. I don't, I don't see the point in that.
3: Absolutely.
2: Sometimes first impressions are very wrong though. Sure. Yeah. First As impressions can be very wrong from me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I also think another friend thing for me is that a deal breaker is like, if I have to justify things to people, like I'm now also learning that there's, yeah. there's people in my lives that, in my life. the good one. That like, like and agree with things that i really don't uh, back to that point and i feel like i no longer want to have to explain and justify why i don't like those things okay. i think it should just be like take it or leave it like i've told you that I, i'm not interested in jordan peterson i don't want to watch any of his weird rambly youtube videos i don't want to hear about it i don't want to see ben shapiro's little radio show i don't want to see it and i don't want to have to justify you and do research and all that kind of stuff to just not be interested in it. And I think I've, I've run up against it a couple of times too with friends where I'm like, I like kind of take a step back. Cause I'm like, ugh, like, like, I don't, if that's what you're into, that's cool. And I'm sure you have other friends that are into that, but like, that's not what I want our friendship to be about. And if that is what it's going to be about, then I, that's a deal breaker for me. Yeah. I don't want to spend all yeah. my time having to talk to you and argue with you or explain to you why I don't agree with something that actually has nothing to do with either of us. It's not like a struggle that's like happening to you that you need me to help you through. I don't care. Yeah. Um, In terms of work deal breakers,
2: I feel like I'm in a, f- I like the idea of, I don't know. I feel in a phase of life where I'm not yet comfortable enough to have
3: deal breakers.
2: Like I'm just too hungry. I'm going to say yes to everything.
3: Yeah. And I agree. Like, I'm not going to like say no in firm ways of being like, don't do this to me or don't do that. Like one thing that's very important to me that I will want to further like solidify in my career is like, off time yes. that like this is time this is my yeah. time a big thing that I get very very anxious about is like not having control over my own time of yes. like if I if I've scheduled my day to do something at this time and somebody doesn't respect my time and therefore it goes over that grinds my gears so much mm-hmm. but I also understand that I'm like not necessarily in a position yet where I can demand those kinds of things yeah but it, I do find it frustrating when people don't respect my off time especially yeah. where it's like mm-hmm. this is like my evening this is my weekend this is a day that I've told you do I need to do something, so like leave me alone during that. Yeah. Um, I find that really aggravating, but I hope that like that's an attitude that I carry into the rest of my professional life where I, I'm very clear about my boundaries and personal yes. downtime. Yes,
0: wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, um, Elliot,
3: <laughs> but I
2: feel like sorry, one more thing just about your career that you're in a place right now with uh, our boss where you guys are on equal footing in terms of saying yes and no to projects. I do feel like you're in a place where you can have deal breakers, like with the project we were mentioning before, unnamed that (laughs) you you don't want anything to do with. Like, I do think you're in a place where you can be like, not for me. Yeah. I will. I don't wish to work, which is amazing.
3: Well, I think what I'm going to do in that particular situation is like, I will see it through in terms of like, Figuring out what it's all about, like what yeah. are our options, where is this going to go, what's our budget, what's our timeline, what yeah. are these things, yeah. and then make an informed decision of like, yeah. okay, you know what, maybe this is fruitful enough that it's worth pursuing, or yeah. maybe it's like, you know what, all these things don't really make it worth it to go down a line on something I don't care about. Yeah. yeah.
2: Sorry, Elliot, you are going to say something?
0: <laughs> no, most of my work ones just have to do with people. It's whether yeah. or not these people that I agree with or like... Um, incompetence is a big one. And I feel like everybody is incompetent in some way of something. But I feel like if you are in this job and you're doing this thing, I don't like dealing with people who just will pawn off work on me because they are they don't want to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, they don't want big. to just take the five minutes to learn how to do it.
1: Yeah. Pawning off work is a huge one. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And, you know, because we are, we are 25, we are the young in-between people. Some where of like, us are not we sure
3: some of us are 42 (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) we are in that age where we we can play the we play the young person card because we will i know how to turn a pdf into an excel file or whatever it is right it's stuff like that
3: i can print double
2: double double-sided
0: um now, can we
2: talk about relationship deal breakers? Yeah,
0: and I feel like we can talk about like romantic relationships as well as just interpersonal relationships as well, like relationships with friends. Do you have one that you want to...
2: No, I wanted to talk about romantic relationships are you with staring the three away? of you. Why are you staring Because we're
3: away? in a throuple? No, because <laughs> you're both
2: in partnerships. I'm just curious.
0: Um, There are people <laughs> who... Not in my relationship at the moment. Um, people who live and breathe and die by the like button of whatever social media thing that they're posting. If I can't, I don't I don't think I would be able to date somebody who has to feel the need to post something on social media every single day and like voice an opinion about something all the time. Elise yeah. got mad at me yesterday because she posted a picture a long time, which I liked. Thought it was a very lovely picture I loved it, But I didn't comment on it Because I would have just said it in person When I saw her And the people who feel like Why didn't you put this out into the world To tell everybody that you saw this thing That shit I don't agree with And I will point <laughs> You're that at you She also her. got
2: mad at me Just for the record for yeah. not commenting I go. didn't
3: comment either that's okay, but I, I, I trust that you liked it. Oh, I loved it. I yeah. I think I said out loud, ooh. I have the most faith in Maggie out of the three of you. Oh.
0: Ooh. I guess maybe looking at it the other way, people looking at me, I won't, more often than not, write happy birthday on someone's wall. Mm-hmm. I'll just tell the person. I yeah. would like to tell the person. I don't care that the other people know <laughs> that I'm wishing this person this birthday thing. I don't give two hecks. Yeah. As long as the one person knows or the yeah, one person. I don't
1: know.
3: That's the Affirmations.
1: Oh my God. Uh, when I was thinking of that stuff, I thought of more like when I was dating. Yeah. Let's get into yeah. that. So I had this weird thing dating and I, maybe it's not that weird, but my sisters always thought it was weird that I like won't, it wasn't really a rule, but I didn't really date anybody, anybody who was like blonde or ha- like... You had a weird thing. Yeah. Why? Because I think I was just petrified of walking down the street and people thinking that I was hanging out with my sister and it was actually my girlfriend. Like, for some reason, that made mm. me really uncomfortable. And I wish it didn't. I mean... That's not... No, I, I'm not interested in dating yeah. people
3: that look like me just in the way that it like weirds me out. Because I'm like, oh, you look and like it, me. Are
1: we siblings? It was subconscious, but then people started pointing it out. And then... I was like, maybe this is a conscious, maybe now it's conscious, like a choice I'm making. That you were actively not dating people who looked like you? Yeah. Oh. Well, there was, uh, I think I went on a couple of dates with, with somebody, and the whole entire time, I was like, it was it was going well, but I was like, but we look too so much. Similar. I was like, I can't. And I think I stopped because of that. I was like, it's too much.
3: Ricky Gervais was talking about uh, Gen- Genesis P. Orridge. And we didn't who- even look like. um... I thought it was a weird thing (laughs) that you were dealing with. (laughs) But as a quick aside, Genesis P. Orage started getting plastic surgery to look like his wife and then eventually they both started getting plastic surgery to just look like each other Whoa. until she died in 2007. So I
2: find that partners same.
3: start to look the same.
2: Oh. They like merge oh. into one person. You guys
3: dress the same? Yes. Yeah, we dress.
1: Daniela the started to dress same like me. Not on purpose though. I
0: guess it's, just yeah, subconscious it's subconscious
3: at this point. It's subconscious, but I think also we've We like a lot of the same stores that make a lot of men and women's clothing that's quite similar. Unisex clothing. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. we do fall into that trap a little bit. This topic was also uh, inspired by scrolling through Facebook videos. If you click on one Facebook video, the algorithm quickly tries to learn what else you like and just will spit out like highly edited clips from shows. And there's this one show that I don't know what it's called, where they essentially like set you up. They set up your partner. To cheat. So they'll like put in a decoy and like record them from afar, and then you watch it. You set them up, but yeah. then you watch their reaction, and your partner doesn't know they're being recorded. And so, this one guy, uh, so my it, partner tested me like that, that yeah, would be a deal breaker. That's it, exactly, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's where I'd be like, Oh, strike one. But so, this girl set up her boyfriend, and he's like, He's just sitting outside a grocery store. Who does that? First, <laughs> strike two. I would break up with anybody who sits outside a grocery store for leisure
0: I but- know what I'm doing on my way home. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, Weird. And so anyways, this girl comes up to him and they just start chatting and she's like, oh, I just moved to the area. And he's like, oh, I could tell you about some cool spots. They exchange numbers. The girlfriend... Flips out Loses her shit She's like I don't know What I'm gonna do He just gave his number To this girl Da They said they were Gonna meet up later at, And to me I was like Oh I could see How you'd kind of be like Oh I hope this doesn't Go further But I'm not down For somebody Who freaks out The moment you have Any kind of social Interaction with the Opposite gender yeah. To yeah. me that's a huge Deal breaker mm-hmm. Not letting you have Like same sex Or opposite sex jealousy. Friends But it's like It's not even jealousy It's like controlling It's mm-hmm. like that kind of Stuff is like a yeah. huge Deal breaker And if I were for that girl's boyfriend i would have broken up with her twofold because yeah. a setting me up b freaking out about that
0: not chill it's like a mixture of jealousy and like self-confidence and
3: not trusting the
2: other not person. trusting the
0: other person but then like being her being self-conscious right mm-hmm. and feeling that she needs to test to, to like she she almost seems like she wants to find that crack right mm-hmm. to get upset about it as opposed to you know him. What? So she's recording him on her whatever the phone or whatever, and just there's like the a whole camera thing. guy
3: there. But he's like he's wearing like a secret <laughs> camera, a, well, <laughs> film. There's here. like a boom guy. No, there's like a there's like a hidden camera
0: that's recording them. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. No, thank you. Though it
3: is strange to
2: exchange numbers with a stranger.
0: Yeah. The advocate, I don't but... think it's that weird I
2: regardless of gender I'm not giving a
3: number to <laughs> to anybody to someone outside of grocery store is new in town the CRA is like we really need your updated <laughs> phone number you're like I don't
1: know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> new <laughs> CRA um, another one I had um now kind of or in the past like few years was I feel like I had the habit in my early 20s of like being attracted to people who are like too cool for school. Like, I was like the hippest people. I was like, yeah, that's what I want. I want the people who like. You're saying are- Danny Toner's not hip? <laughs> I think she's hip. Ooh. I think that she's just very unintimidating <laughs> and very approachable. And I'm like, yes, that's what you should have in a partner. Like, somebody who's not like. I think gonna- she's
2: intimidating. I don't think you're intimidated by her. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, maybe I'm just not intimidated.
2: She's just by her. like very nice. Yeah.
0: Pretty big deal breaker for you would would be uh being a boy.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll see. I never, we'll I never see. say yeah, is fluid. That's what I've always said. I, <laughs> I, it just hasn't happened yet. Who knows? The rock is still out there. He's, the He's the just not, not here. Still out there. Yeah, maybe he'll come inside this room right now. Oh wow!
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: inside I was... my room. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was watching a video with those two girls.
3: Um, and mm. one cup. Those, they're like you?
2: LA <laughs> girls. What are their names? Just between us, Allison and Gabby. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they were talking, and uh, Allison has a list of like, it's deal breakers on your. It's not nothing to do with your partner. It's how you feel when you're with your partner. And those are the deal breakers. And oh, it's like, that's yeah.
3: really good.
2: Am I embarrassed to be around them? Do I, if I like bumped into a friend at a mall, would uh. I be like proud to introduce my partner to them? And so it's all these deal breakers of like, It's nothing to do with them. It's how you feel when you're around them. And I thought that was a good way to look at it because everyone, yeah, I just think it's a matter of how you feel.
3: That's really good. Like, I think a deal breaker for me would be like, if somebody didn't find me like fun and funny to be around, like, I wouldn't want to be with somebody who always made me feel like I, I as my like true self, like wasn't Funny. Funny or fun. Yeah. I know Elliot feels like that, but I've grown <laughs> to learn with it.
0: My my biggest deal breakers in terms of like relationships, in terms of like a romantic relationship, is sense of humor. It is 100%. Mm. If you laugh too often at too much random stuff, like just someone saying something. No, I, I, I'm not, I'm not about that. There's some things definitely that I question about the things that you laugh about, like the 18th TikTok or whatever that you show me. But you Stuff know it's like not that. a
2: fake laugh. She's truly
0: laughing. Yeah, I know, which bugs me, which hurts hurts me inside. But then at the same With time, the chicken strips. If I'll say a joke or if I say something that I think is funny, and then she will laugh, it'll it'll make up for that yes. point. Because like, you're like, oh, she does. You know, have you, a good you, sense you win humor. some and you lose some. I feel like, yeah. But- Do you ever
2: not laugh at his jokes?
0: Yeah, sometimes, sure. Just if it's let one something that,
2: go silent?
0: If it's something that, you know, that you, I don't know, that you're not privy to. It could be making a Star Wars joke or something. <laughs> so and then if
2: you don't to, get it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Well, like if I'm talking with James about our show and you're just like, yeah, I'd rather put my headphones in and walk 50 <laughs> feet behind you guys. I'm not going to take you it also, personally. Well, that's not
3: a joke that didn't land. So a deal breaker for me is that Here I... People who walk too fast when we're supposed to be doing leisurely things. Um, sometimes when Elliot and I go for a leisurely walk, I'm like, why the fuck am I out of breath? This is supposed yeah. to be chill.
0: <laughs> my legs are four and a half times longer than your legs.
3: I've done so much sightseeing in cities that I was in by myself because Elliot was four blocks <laughs> ahead of Elliot me. Elliot saw this. Yeah, exactly. I literally am like, oh, I wish I could stop to see this thing. But if I do, I, I just will never find my way back to the hotel. That is not great.
0: You but guys then should it,
2: find a common walking. No, speed. but
0: then it works on the end, like the opposite side of yeah, that. Yeah, you remember guys should. When meet we in the went middle. for our walk, when I can't walk at Maggie and Danielle's pace, I also
1: I'm out of breath. When I, I walk, do agree, I and I
0: understand that my regular walking pace is is breakneck. It is quick because I remember walking down from where i live with maggie here mm-hmm. and maggie by the end you were like
1: <laughs>
0: like yeah. we, were, we were we were we were legging it
3: oh yeah we were running it's like you walk like you're trying to quickly get away from something without drawing attention to yourself
0: Maybe, like yeah, that's yeah. how fast when you we walk. went on
3: that walk
2: though you and i weren't walking fast were we
0: no i don't think I so i thought it was like i was slowing down though that was not my regular yeah
2: that was more of like a stroll okay and we okay I mean, you guys it's still couldn't keep up. But that was not a fast walk that
0: we were... Well,
1: I, nobody no, said it was. It was. Not. I wasn't saying it was. I can walk
2: at many speeds. Just... Okay.
0: <laughs> How do you guys feel about, um, like, codependence versus being independent? Like, in terms of relationships Very and important. stuff like that? I don't Is there one s- side yeah. that you...
3: Does anyone yeah. lean towards codependence? <laughs> I'm hard on the independent. <laughs> no, do you like
0: do you do you look for more of a person? I guess this is not really this is not really a deal breaker no, kind of question. That's a
3: good
2: one. No,
0: but like someone you like, is Get it a deal breaker it. if someone like actively like tries to always spend time with you and always do that kind of stuff, or the other way where it'd be like this person does not necessarily always feel the need to like ask you how you're doing and like that kind of, kind of give you your own space? Do either of those?
1: I think both are deal breakers well, for
3: I think me. A deal breaker for me would be like if my significant other didn't enjoy doing anything with me. Like you don't have to do everything with me. Say I like doing 10 things. I hope you enjoy doing all 10 things with me, but I don't need you to do them with me. So if you like fundamentally hated all of the things I liked doing, that would be a deal breaker for me.
0: Yes. Just like because I there's been couples that I've seen where they feel like they are attached at the hip and like yeah. one person can't go into another room without the other person. That's also, going with right them, which is a deal breaker to me. Me as well. I feel like, yeah.
1: Deal breaker. Yeah. Well, I don't want to, I don't need to spend like seven or six out of the, like, days out of the week with, like, yeah. spending every second together. I mean, I, I guess that's to, living yeah. together, but even when you're living together, you're like doing your Maybe own. Maybe go things. to work. <laughs> yeah, I really like to be to alone too. So I, that, yeah.
2: I need, that disrupts that. Yeah. I need,
3: like, one day a week just by myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So. I think you and I thrive on having time apart and therefore like things to share with each other. Um, like this crazy wacky thing happened to me. We like doing that. And I also think that we've had a very strange relationship where like we've been together for a very long time and a lot of people God, would maybe so
0: long. So long. Shut
3: up. <laughs> Some people would maybe like get married, divorce, and have kids in the time that we've been together. And yeah. s- we're still well, like. You we started dating. We started young. dating very young. We were eight. We were what? Um,
0: eight, 12. I think. Yeah. yeah. Twelve.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I think September
0: Oh <laughs> four. Yeah.
3: <laughs> First day of school. Um, but I think that's actually done us very well in the way that like we have been together for a long time. We are not divorced or with kids because we don't spend every waking minute together. We spend a lot of time apart. We spent a year apart. We spent, we had a whole year where I saw you three times in a year. Yeah. Um, that's romantic. Great so year. romantic Ellie was in jail. Um, <laughs> it was hard, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So I, I think that's done as well. And I, I do worry sometimes in the future about what it would be like if we like saw each other every day.
1: It'd be different because you'd have you'd be going to you'd the be office in your own and, lives yeah. yeah just parallel
0: we'd figure it out because then you would I think we both we both like crave being independent yeah right I and I like it. to walk and I can go out walk breakneck speed I'm by myself and yeah. you could you know reflect on your YouTube torture videos and stuff that you want to watch <laughs> and at that point that we
1: won't be in a pandemic so you'll be like going out with friends and then and, you come
0: back you yeah. both recharged, and then we can continue to watch something and I will follow yeah. you into the bathroom after so, you know, <laughs> it all comes full circle <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I also think we have very different social habits, which I hope will um, be possible in the future. Um, but like I, before the pandemic, I'd go out a lot on weeknights. I would, you know. Go okay, for, calm down. Go for <laughs> drinks. Go, go for dinner. I'm
2: sure that
0: we've brought this up before, but it was brought up again recently. And the fact that She's well, gonna Elise, be out a lot. Elise was saying that <laughs> if we move in together, I just, I want you to know I'll be going out. A lot.
3: I don't think <laughs> it's the word if. Like it's still on the table.
2: Like, that might not happen. Like
0: like a lot, a lot. And I was like, okay.
2: Just so you know, she has very similar conversations with me. I know.
0: Because I get, I get round two of that same conversation.
2: Kate, once the pandemic's over, I'm going to be going out after work almost every night. And you're going to be coming with well, me. Well, it
3: plays into my deal breaker about work. About how like... I'm gonna go see a movie at seven thirty. Don't ask me to schedule a call at seven ten, and I don't know how long it's gonna be. No, I'm done work at that time. I'm, I'm on my way to Scotia Bank Theater, popcorn in hand.
0: I'm also gonna bring this up, Kate, because I don't know if you're aware of this, but I've become aware of this now that we are both technically dating Elise now, and that I am, I am, I am boyfriend B. Yeah, I'm not even boyfriend A anymore. I get um, because it gets brought up in conversation. We're done with the deal breaker stuff. This is the wind down now. Yeah. Anyway i get brought up in conversations where it's just like elisa being like i would love to go to this taco place in etobicoke it's an ice cream place ice cream place in etobicoke and i was like okay and she's like yeah if kate can't take me then we can go (laughs) and i'd be like okay so you're you you have your you have a plan already
2: elisa and i looked at that instagram and we made a plan yeah. Yes, I. You around.
0: It does go both sides though, because then I'd be like, "I'm going to Kate's or whatever," and I'd be like, "Okay," and then I'd be like, "And that's it." You're that, okay. <laughs> am, have,
2: I, have, am I invited? Have fun. Yeah, like I made this for me and Kate, and you're like, oh, "Okay." Yeah.
0: Like, what are you doing today? Oh, Kate and I are going to go to uh, Wendy's.
2: I'm sorry, Elliot. It's just, you know, it's hard to be second place, but you'll deal with it.
0: Right, I'm fine. Hey.
2: Huh. We,
0: just, it was just a realization I had. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. I was just like, oh, I'm I'm last. No, I'm, I'm realizing
1: uh, in real time I'm last.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're, we're both last.
1: You don't have a car. <laughs>
2: yeah, that bike. Elise needs me to drive her around. I have
3: a bag. You can jump on my back. How are we going to get the ice cream back from Etobicoke in time that it won't Let melt? Leave it there. Elise, I would be
2: much lower down on Elise's social... <laughs> list if I, I didn't don't drive. I think so. I don't think so either. Or I get
0: like, oh, Kate can't take me to IKEA. Can you take me? <laughs> <laughs> what do <are> you mean?
1: <gasps> oh Elliot, my God. just
2: know this goes both ways. She's just consistently we're her two drivers. If anything we're not boyfriends, we're chauffeurs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I did. Feel like we we learned a lot about each other until next time are
2: there any parking lot deal breakers
0: uh the parking lot deal breaker is if you can't keep it loose don't keep it at all